The Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission presents The Magic Sash, a time-traveling historical adventure. Episode 5, Harriet. Isaiah, the rip in the sash must have pushed us forward in history without taking us home. Seriously, we have to fix it. If we don't repair this sash, who knows if we'll ever get back? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No problem. Let me just fix it with my sewing kit. Hey, I'm not the one who ripped it. We have to... Excuse me. Are you all right? Uh... Whoa, you look a lot like the pictures in our classroom of... I'm Mrs. Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. No way. Pleased to meet you. Have you fallen? Been in an accident? No, no. We're okay. Very well. Then I'll leave you to it. I'm about to make my address. You're gonna make a speech? Now? I am, child. I'm sorry. What is this? You're on the doorstep of the first meeting of the National Federation of Afro-American Women. Mrs. Mary Church Terrell and I have formed the National Association of Colored Women's Club right this very day. Um, can we come with you, Miss Tubman? I mean, can we hear your speech? What about the sash? There's nothing stopping you. Actually, there is. Well, don't sit there in the heat, children. Come along. No dilly-dallying. No, ma'am. No dilly-dallying. Lottie, snap out of it. It's a double-header Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman in the same day. Come on! Harriet Tubman. She risked her life to free over 70 enslaved people. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It has been my great honor to address you all today. If you remember one thing from my talk today, I'd like it to be that the intention of the National Association of Colored Women is to furnish evidence of the moral, mental, and material progress made by people of color through efforts of our women. And we shall not stop at anything less. Thank you. Water, Mrs. Tubman? Thank you, Thomas. That was a long speech. That was amazing. I mean, I've read a lot about you, but to actually hear you speak in person? Every dream begins with a dreamer. I must admit, I'm surprised to see you two still here. Are you kidding? We couldn't miss that. Our teacher would never forgive us. You must have a very forward-thinking teacher. Oh, yeah. She's definitely forward. 124 years forward. Shh. Oh, Mrs. Tubman, there you are. That was wonderful. Hey, look who it is. We're back. <gasps> Jumpy Josephette. Florence. Allow me to introduce you to my new friends. 
No introduction necessary, Mrs. Tubman. I am quite familiar with these two ragamuffins. Are you now? Well, that's a relief. I was beginning to think they just appeared out of thin air. <laughs> I can see why you'd think that, Mrs. Tubman. I certainly can. Well, I'm off then. I have a meeting with Mrs. Booker T. Washington and the National League of Colored Women. Very well. Give her my best and good day to you, Mrs. Tubman. Good day, Florence. Well, 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 Lottie and Isaiah. What's it been this time? About eight years, I'd say? Eight years and three months, which means you're 58 years old? (laughs) Thank you for keeping such good tabs on my age, Isaiah. Now, if I recall, you last left me having to convince Frederick Douglass that you'd run off to find your parents. Yes, sorry about that. You completely vanished before our eyes, and I I was sorry to see you go. I really do look forward to your visits. I've been trying to figure out where our next stops might be. Seems like the sash had a lot to teach us. I've never asked you. Whose sash is it? Um, I'm pretty sure it's yours. Mine? I think I'd know if I had a time-traveling sash. That's the thing. You haven't worn it yet. It will be yours in about... 24 years, maybe? (laughs) 24 years? (laughs) How long do you think I plan to live? You'd be 82 in 1920. Huh. 82? I guess you know what the world must be like by then. Well... I know, I know. I won't ask, but... But I hope perhaps by then women might have the constitutional right to vote. Oh! What I would give to cast my vote like a proper, equal citizen of this country. Don't give up, Flo. I believe you'll make it to the ballot box one day. Lottie, we don't know if she... Shh. Now, what are we to do about the pair of you this time? I don't suppose you have a needle and thread, Florence. But of course I do. What kind of activist housewife would I be without one? Ah, here you are. What seems to be the problem with your sash? It's busted. That is a problem. So, if I help you fix this, when can I expect you again? Hard to say. But I really want to see how all this ends up. So, I'll see you again? We honestly don't know. Well, I'll certainly miss you if you stop popping up in my life every decade or so. We'll miss you too. exactly perfect, but I think it's good enough. You think? I hope so. It'll have to do. Here's your needle and thread back. No, you keep it just in case. Off with you while no one else is around. Yeah. We'll see ya. See ya. Lottie, is something wrong? I just... It was really great meeting you. I'm proud that you're part of my family. You too. And you as well, Isaiah. Good luck. Tell 2020 I said hello. Isaiah, hold my hand while I take off the sash. On the count of three. One, two, three!
Hey guys, it's Allie again. Wonder where Lottie and Isaiah are going to end up next? The path to women's suffrage was definitely a long one. The early suffragists faced a lot of opposition to their cause. The so-called anti-suffrage movement was made up of men and women, not just in America, but in countries all over the world, called remonstrants or antis. People like Josephine Dodge argued that giving women the right to vote would be too much for them and would take away the privileges they enjoyed as women. The antis argued that if women voted, how could they keep their traditional gender roles and fulfill their main responsibilities in the home? Personally, I think voting is one of the most important rights anyone can have. Being able to vote gives me a voice in my future and in the future of our country. Lottie and Isaiah have been learning that same lesson in their time travels. But it sounds like something's going wrong with that sash of theirs. I hope they can get it back under control. should have learned women. I think that's Abigail Adams. Whoa, guess we're not stopping there. I think we're just randomly flying through time and space. We need these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are created equal. It's Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Whoa, how do we stop? I don't know. Well, look over there. It's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. You preach, Frederick Douglass! Whoa! Dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. We love you, Harriet Tubman! Lottie, we're picking up speed! I know, but there's Susan B. Anthony!
lost bush or something. <gasps> it's a parade? Isaiah, look out for the float. Ah! I'm Allie Raisman. This is the Magic Sash from the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission, the National Park Service, Tracks from PRX, and Gen Z Media. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend to listen. We'd love for them to join us. Learn more about the Magic Sash and discover more suffrage history and explore companion lesson plans by visiting the links in our show notes. What do you think you know about a woman's right to vote? What if what you learned in school isn't the whole story? And what if suffrage is about more than getting to the polls? I'm Retta. And I'm Rosario Dawson. Join us for And Nothing Less, a podcast honoring the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. From the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission, the National Park Service, and PRX. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.